1: Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. Adventurers, welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I'm here, as usual, with my good buddy, Lotus of Doom. Lotus, today... We've got our patrons with us. It is the end of March already. And we're having a fun discussion with them about the Daedric Princes because we've been talking about Daedric Princes. How have you how are you doing, man? How, uh, I'm how's it I'm going? good. Hermaeus Morrow. Wait, did I jump the gun? Did oh did I spoil it? That did took just, that took I, you did, all of like 1.274 <laughs> seconds. I was I had my <laughs> little stopwatch going. Oh Oh jeez! Oh, oh man! <laughs> um, <laughs> well,
2: I guess I guess the cat's out of the bag for me, but I'm curious what everybody else has to say.
1: Yeah. So the question the question is, and we talked about it last week, and we decided to go ahead with the the topic for this week being which of the Daedric Princes will you choose should you have the power and the the ability to to mantle and we're going to get into it the specifics of that so if this is a new concept to you don't worry we're going to explain it we're going to get into the details but first we need to introduce our patrons the ones that were able to join us this week and we have T-Rex joining us again T-Rex welcome back to the show how's it going?
3: hello i'm good
1: nice i
3: requested today off from work and then a week ago i decided to quit so i was gonna have today off anyway
1: wow (laughs) you heard it here first everybody this show is more important than t-rex's job (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it
3: was just extra money it's okay i didn't need it
1: yeah (laughs) I think economy's doing great
2: for everybody, so I'm sure. yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's totally not a stressor at all. Well, hopefully you have a better situation coming up soon. Yeah, I'm moving.
1: <laughs> See? that's good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, good, good luck with all of there. that. <laughs> wow. Um, well, I'm glad you're able to be here and uh, good luck with the work stuff. Um, yeah. We also have uh, Chef joining us. Chef, welcome. How's it going? Hey man, how you doing? Good, good. Uh, did you? You didn't have to quit your job to be here today, did you?
4: Uh, no. Apparently, I was supposed to have the day off today, but um, I went in anyway because I didn't know any better, and you know, I just ended up getting stuff thrown on me. Oh, wait! Did you? Whoa. did you work for T-Rex?
2: <laughs> did you take her place? You took T-Rex's job. She she took the day off, so you ended up having to cover. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that would that would oh. be kind of weird <laughs>
4: no i'm pretty sure we're on opposite ends of the east coast because <laughs> well, isn't like isn't t-rex on the same side as uh as robots and i'm on the same side as uh lotus oh no, well, yeah
1: i'm over on the east side too we're all east yeah, coast we're, uh, but no, we're on yeah, the we're south
4: I'm, and he's yeah, in the north
1: oh,
2: yeah. i'm on the north end yeah. yes that's right yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you are up by me they're yep. they're the southerners
1: we're the northerners
2: yeah, yeah. that's right yes, yes 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 not not well, east west. Yeah, depends direction. on which way the north planet
1: South. is in real. Anyway, um. <laughs> north. North. <laughs> welcome to geography Podcast. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. And uh, well, thanks for being here. And then we've got Ben of Tamaria, who's back with us. Ben, welcome. Hello. Welcome back, dude. Glad to have you with us again. And then we have Rob of Rob the Princess. Rob of Princess. I almost said. <laughs> Rob ooh. of the princesses. All right. Ro- ooh, that's that sounds um, salacious. That sounds like you are like a man of the world, <laughs> the princess of the world. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I am Rob of the princesses. I've been to many lands and I've visited many princesses. <laughs> Don't ask me for stories. I might have to kill you. Oh, all right. Wow, that got intense. Wow. Okay, Rob. Uh, glad you're here, buddy. Um, so, so let's yeah. talk about mantling. We're, we've been talking about the Daedric princesses and princes. I'm talking about princesses again. Um, <laughs> Lotus and I are going back into the, the Daedric lords, lordesses. Is that a word? And uh, we're, okay. we're, so we're talking about mantling. Now, Chef said, hey, guys, I've got a definition. I've pulled up what mantling is according to the definition. Chef, why don't you share that with us to get us kicked off?
4: Uh, this is I looked over a couple of them. I didn't go by the UESP definition, but I mm-hmm. actually just pulled it from the fandom wiki, so don't eat me alive for this. But I think their definition is pretty distinct. Sure. They say, the process of mansling appears to involve taking up of a role, which then grants the person the power and, to an extent, the identity associated with that role. And then the quote given to it is by Nuhata of the, uh, is it the Sphinx Moth, the Inquiry Tree? Yeah, the the basic definition is walk like them until they must walk like you.
1: Yeah, it's it's like um, it's some somehow the the method works in that you are imitating until eventually there's no distinction between you and them. There's it, there's something going on there. It's it's a very mysterious process. Can I throw in my two cents on
4: that? Actually, sure. Yeah, there, uh, it's it's the common concept that is in the lore, the whole myth-making reality idea. Mm-hmm. I, I think the idea of it is just as simple as more that... Oh, my video cut out again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay.
4: He's doing that. Yeah, But I think it's more of the idea that people will eventually start to associate the individual doing the mantling, I guess, the one taking up the mantle, as being more associated with the, I guess, topic it's related to than the original being. Like, you think of, like, a champion of men, like, back in the day, you would have thought, oh, Lorcan or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now you're thinking, okay, Tiber Septim. So he mm-hmm. effectively mantled that role by taking the mantle of being a representative of human mortals.
1: Right, right. And th- we could go into the whole, we could t- we could yeah. discuss this for the whole episode. Just an example. Um, yeah, this is an example. Arimatheus on Written Uncertainty does an episode about this. And there's debate, you know, does, does that mean that because people associate some person or deity with that role that both things still exist? Does that mean that one person pulls the power from or one deity pulls the power from the other and eventually takes on that role and removes the other? Does that mean that one actually usurps the other and destroys the other in the process? So there's, there's a lot of Debate about that. But for our discussion, we're going to talk about this in the terms of like if you could basically take take that role over from the Daedric Prince in this. I did
5: find a a definition that does kind of contest that a little bit. Okay, go for uh, it. A loose sleeveless cloak or shawl.
1: Okay, so what do you think that means?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think... I think we might be talking about
1: clothing here today <laughs> so, so if you put them and wear them like a piece of clothing
6: all
4: right all right or a hat you went mm-hmm. for the noun i went for the verb all right yep. <laughs> so if you could wear if you
1: could wear maroon's dagon like a piece of clothing yep mm. oh 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 just got no nope. like, i mean no. i can get shagor sick coat i mean i don't you, see why not you have to get him and the coat I mean, technically, I think you can. Wear well, I can't jersey. replace Wes
4: Johnson. You got to.
1: Yeah. Like if you could wear him, you have to like carry him on your back in order to get the coat. Also, a savior's hide is all actually. Yeah. was going so to say go. savior's yeah. hide. <laughs> so that was him right. being mantled. So yeah. if you get like Clavicus vile, you got to wear him and the dog at the same time. Oh, yeah. I guess mm. that gets real weird. But why don't we go with the verb part? And um, all right. Uh, just to make it a little bit easier. And, and for sake for sake of our conversation, let's assume that it means to basically replace that Daedric Prince with yourself. So in, mm-hmm. in this context, you are replacing them. They, they no longer exist or they're no longer there. And you take on their role and you are in whatever method is, is happening, taking on their place, their powers, their role for yourself. And so the question is, which Daedric Prince, if given the opportunity, would you mantle? And I'm sure this is going to go in a lot of different directions. My assumption is that you would take on their realm of oblivion, their responsibilities, some of, the, some of their powers their relationships like the things that they've already created in the world like you are basically stepping into their 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 history their place in 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 the timeline all of those things you're stepping into their place and taking over from where they left off when you mantled them
5: i think there might be room for grayer on the plane of oblivion because you could also interpret if you so choose that mantling would be the uh the incarnation on Nern for this uh being you know you are mantling them here on tamriel but they are still hanging back in their plane of oblivion and that is a way to you it know, is. are you
4: kind of like interpreting that it as is. the opposite of what happened in the shivering isles like Shea Goroth still is what Shea Goroth is on Nern, but in the shivering isles it's the hero of Kavash in that role well that, like, that's, all very that's all very yeah. debatable that's all very
1: debatable very good point.
4: I'm just wondering if that's how like you're interpreting it because that's
1: kind of the vibe I'm getting. But this is not... all very debatable because <laughs> yeah. because
4: I, I just want to know your perspective on it. Yeah, this is really this is my
1: perspective on it because I don't know that that's necessarily exactly how that plays out because mm-hmm. there's there's debate about that. There's debate about like in Skyrim, is Sheogorath actually the Sheogorath that existed before the Shivering Isles expansion, or is that actually the hero of Kvach who is now Sheogorath? Like, and how much of I don't know, left? I don't know that there's clarity in that there's an actual canon answer to that question. I know that mm-hmm. there's a lot of debate about it, but I don't know that there's an actual canon answer.
5: Yeah, we only have a few like hard canon examples of what Mantling is, and even those, we're not entirely sure that that is what Mantling
1: was. Right. So, for the sake of this conversation, we're just going to go with the idea that you are taking their place. You are you are inheriting it's like you're stepping into their inheritance. So if you, if you were to mantle Sheogorath, you would take you would take over the shivering isles, you would take over their place in Oblivion and in Nern and from that point on every, everyone who was talking to Sheogorath would now be talking to you. Everyone who was worshipping Sheogorath would now be worshipping you. Everyone who had any beef with Sheogorath now has beef with you. Right? From this point on, you are Sheogorath. Now, you can do things a little bit differently, but you have all of Sheogorath's powers, and you might have all of Sheogorath's complexities. Some of Sheogorath's personality is going to rub off on you. Because those powers and that personality probably are kind of tied together a little bit. Because in order to mantle him, you would have had to imitate him. You would have had to take on the persona of him until you and Sheogorath were almost indistinguishable. You see where I'm going here? So that's the question. Is If you were to take on and mantle like because in order to do this it, it, you, you get lots of great power. You get for whatever it seems like in a a life, in eternal life, potentially, but you also have all the drawbacks that come with it.
2: Right. And to your, is also out of everybody to choose to go with. That's definitely possibly the most convoluted one because (laughs) it's technically sort of two and also some of his attributes are kind of instilled as a form of punishment whereas like right some of the other ones might be a little more self-directed where he's got self-direction but with things that he has to specifically work with because he i guess wouldn't have chosen them or whatever i mean as much as you almost assume has and no self-control yeah he like yeah there, there's yeah his, some person- of the, some of his personality was a like, little out of, out of the ordinary
1: yeah his personality uh, personality was basically shoved on top of him so he's kind of a weird example right right, right that's why i was only... like out of
2: everybody to choose that was that's an interesting one to work with <laughs>
1: right the only one
2: that there might are... be a little bit
5: more convoluted would be jigalag for the same reasons yeah exactly yeah the well, other in half order to of be the one situation. of those two
4: you'd <laughs> in order to be one of those two mantle them you'd already have to be in the headspace of shagorath you already have to be kind of like kind of out there
2: yeah w- right yeah, yeah or do you become
5: there. them after mantling them Ooh. Well,
2: may- yeah maybe a bit of both and yes. especially because <laughs> of the duality with him specifically this is just turning into shagorath cast uh it always it, does doesn't i know it? <laughs> it, it's just interesting because y- y- you know you you've got the happy-go-lucky meme-worthy cheese version and then the really sadistic I'm going to just like tear you apart because I'm, I'm bored. Skip rope version.
4: with your entrails. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. all right, well, those yeah. are
2: really extremely different from each other. So yeah, this that would be a, a convoluted choice, I feel like, out of all of them. Not necessarily that it's a wrong one, but just feel like he would probably be the most difficult to understand the mantling of, which is weird because it's one of the only ones we've done in game.
1: Yeah. So who wants to go first? Now, before we do this real quick, we could have done this in a different light. We could have done this conversation in a different way. But just so before we get anybody writing in saying, I can't believe they went with this definition of mantling. It's clearly not the right one. Everybody has their headcanon can't like what is actually canon is still yet to be determined on all of this stuff and we could very well do this same episode a month from now and take on mantling through a different definition we're just choosing this one for this episode so who wants to start
2: plus nothing is clear in Elder (laughs) Scrolls
1: plus everything is always a little foggy so this is just in order for sake of being able to actually do an episode we have to pick something right right so we have to put down some groundwork and some walls and around our concept and, and just go somewhere so who wants to start uh, i saw a chef chef do you want to go
4: yeah uh, yeah all right let's do this <laughs> all right so from what i gather the definition we're going with it isn't just like choose one you're going to be exactly that like there's a little bit of freedom with it right there's a little bit i mean you're still yeah, an okay. individual you're okay. still a person not just completely change the uh, yeah you the can i mean
2: like, just because uh, you're trying to do the same thing that's like Two people trying to, like, to the finish line. You can go two different ways. Yes, right. So I so would still under the, the
4: same general sphere. Can I like hone in on one specific part of it more than is normally yes, honed in on? Yes, I, I don't so care, so why here, not. want to go with like,
1: okay. So, okay. Ooh, all right. Let me let me give you an example real quick. I wouldn't expect you to pick her scene and say, and now I'm going to make instead of making people werewolves, I'm going to make them all porcupines like i'd be like what that okay well, that's, I think weird. that's a
5: really good call on you know it's flipping the script on predator or prey you know there's there's a <laughs> like, good yeah. argument to be made like there. that's that's Here, weird that is- i'm
1: gonna make them all Dolphins. Her, already kind of into that. Mm, yeah, Dolphins
5: like, are sick predators. <laughs> <laughs> They're
1: pretty wild. But that's like it's like, okay, now you're just doing I can, aquatic I can life. life. Like, here, Tom. <laughs> like aquatic yeah, life? I that's see. weird. Or yeah, I'm, 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 like, gonna like, well, Dolphins, I'm gonna do Mayroon's Dagon. I'm gonna do Mayroon's Dagon, but now instead of destruction, I'm gonna be all about construction. Like that'd be like that's not he uh, yeah. doesn't do that. like that's weird. You he's know? not OSHA approved right He's not OSHA approved <laughs> oh, sorry, but go ahead. I think you guys get the idea.
4: Well, I would want to go with Boethia, but I I'm not really whole keen on the whole like oh betrayal that's that's kind of yucky no mm-hmm. okay but uh the one line from Boethia that always like sticks out to me the most is like it was one of the first lines in Skyrim that got me like super into the lore. It was uh, at the very end of the Boethias' calling quest uh in female form so i'm not gonna go with the she pronoun she says to you uh, as you will it so it shall be and that whole idea of like the free will i, I don't know there's something about that that's just like super interesting to me and it, it kind of fits the whole like at least of the way i interpreted the whole very Anuic viewpoint of faith that directly follow boethia or singular faith mm-hmm. but I don't Wow. I'm completely out of it. The patamaic, The creator of the,
1: the creative Too much side of it in my head. Right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the, the, the chaos. Right. The whole do your own thing, make your own decisions. Don't let anybody else decide it for you. Basically, I just want to choose whichever Daedra is the kind that would like do something. And when asked why, they would answer because I was wanted to. Yeah. You know? this was, that's your objective. Like, this is my objective. What I do to get there is my choice type yeah. of deal. Not like the reason for doing it is this. The reason is because I chose I wanted to do something, and th- and now I'm doing it. The yeah, so that's of, almost like, like
2: an ultimate freedom of choice is exactly. your, your the direction you're going with. With okay, I can I can see I, I really can see the appeal like, well, of something
4: yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. not being like super bound to like a specific. Like if I'm going to choose pear like okay, and now I gotta go and like I don't know oversee how the uh, flame introductions and furnace are like. Uh, the convection currents are going on over there because yeah taskmaster or whatever right. I, I, want, I want to be able to actually have like a, a degree of freedom just to like just do something and not be like oh, almost like not- a chaotically
2: neutral version of a degree of freedom where it's like it's well, irrelevant how you get there as long as the you best alignment what you wanted Chaotic to do neutral. yeah
5: <laughs> Also that line from the book uh says ask him whose blood now sprouts from my blade if I exist just goes so hard.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's- also <laughs> I just want a snake tattoo, so that's another point there, like snakes.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: so-
1: okay. How do you yeah. feel about the whole like Trinimax thing? Is that what we're to talk about?
4: No, no, like oh, the whole I was about to because that was the thing I was thinking about. Like Well there is that.
1: About- there is that, but that's in your past. Yeah, uh, so you don't have to worry. But you don't have to eat anyone else and poop him new out. New me, right? Yeah. Like you, <laughs> you me. go your own direction when <laughs> yeah, it comes new to new Trinimac uh, too. He's called to Malakath. <laughs> yeah. You could eat green guy. <laughs> you could eat Malakath again, and then
0: oh, <laughs> turn no. him back
1: into Trinimac. Oh, oh.
4: I like recycling it all, but that's not that's not the kind of green <laughs> I, I want. See what life. happens
1: the next time. I think he's more gray.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's fair. this probably covered in ash. Right. So so That's here's the question. That's just,
1: this is fine. So here's the question. So how do you feel about the whole like deceit and treasonous and like what? Like those tend to be very negative. That's yeah.
4: Phrases. My whole thing is if I can take that and have it be interpreted as part of that, like freedom of choice, like not being bound to a specific path then I'm with it. If not, then eh, I'm not some. Yeah, it's a little dicey if you have to do that, but more
2: so, like, that's fine if that's an option. Like,
4: yeah, like, I'm not about the whole, like, alignment. Like, I'm not going to promote, like, go get the ebony blade, go, like, stab your buddy in the back with it. But, like, (laughs) if there's something to gain from it and you kind of got to, like, walk over somebody in the process, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. All, all, right, right, I, all right. I I kind of see where you're
1: going with. So you're yeah, kind you, of like the really chill are. you're like the chill Is mob boss be? version yeah. of Boethia. Yeah, You're like the Hey, you know you, you I see what you did. You got to do what you got to do, you know? You got it. You got to do it. Sometimes you got to just, you know, He's mocking my accent. Listen. No, I know. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being a mob boss. I mean, you got you, I, I listen. You listen. Mean, listen yes. I see what you did. You hit Polly in the back of the head. You know what you got to do what you got to do to get that that rent money? I know. Yeah. I know what you did, but you know, it it's okay.
4: It happens. It
1: happens.
2: Yeah. The new statue is just a snake holding a blackjack instead, so that you can club people. <laughs> right. It's fine.
4: Actually, Boethius' uh, sigil, because you know, like the, the symbols they have yep. for uh, all the Deja Friends. I'm pretty sure you guys used them as the um, the cover images for the original Deja yeah. Friends podcast. Yeah. Yeah. The one of like the, the snake coiling around the fist, that's actually yes. like. I want to get something really similar to that as a tattoo
5: It's a really cool image. Yeah. Back to like the whole betrayal and deceiving too much. You could also just find parallels to uh, in the Enantiomorph, there's always the rebel and Boethia definitely Mm. represents the rebel in the Enantiomorph, which is not really an inherently bad thing to represent. It's actually typically the winner in that situation. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, if you have a corrupt king, and you know the peasants uprise against it well okay technically you're betraying your king in that scenario but it's like well yeah but if you're being mistreated how is that mm-hmm. exa- exactly right. it's all a perspective thing at that point yeah, right. so
1: to be treasonous and secretive and deceitful against a villain is actually a heroic deed
4: right yeah but so, from the different perspective that's being smart and coming up with a plan and sure exactly exactly so yeah strategic you're-
1: right
2: you're you're definitely much more interested clearly in the the freedom at any cost
4: type of deal Mm -hmm. yeah the Mm -hmm. uh the attack on titan season four (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> I
1: I'm had sad. a hard time Getting through season two There was just too much Like Talky 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 season two talky Season was talky, my talky. favorite Talky 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 Oh Fair. feelings talky, talky, I have talky. so the many first, feelings The first like, like Four just episodes Stinking like, really fight slow. stuff But after that I got so good Just fight things Stop we're talking about feelings the friends You me would not the enjoy
4: it. You would not enjoy this uh first half of season three of them oh god anyway so let's <laughs> let's um
1: anything else Attack anyone else have topic. any questions about boethia because we didn't don't need to do it i'll talk Titan. more about
4: boethia i love boethia <laughs> love
1: them <laughs> now that we're done gold Goldbrand,
4: Goldbrand is awesome.
5: um why are you so evil
4: <laughs> because i can <laughs> <laughs> I think that's ready. the right answer so what
5: would you do with this power what like n- you've gotten your ideal set out what are you going to go and do with it
1: that's a good question okay do so let's let's say I want okay so yeah. let's say let's say we're at the end of what the fourth era so the end of skyrim right the the dragons You're 202 of the fourth era the dragons mm-hmm. have been pushed away you know removed again the empire is basically in shambles You've now mantled Boethia. This has been happening in the background while the dragonborn has been fighting off the dragons. Where do you go from here?
4: I would probably want to find the most ideal champion to to my personal perspective, like somebody who has everything against them, but is still going Ooh. is still pushing for their own like freedoms, you know? someone who's been completely trodden on that mm-hmm. just actually mm-hmm. deserves to have, finally have something good go for them mm-hmm. but not just outright give it to them but give them the opportunity to have the satisfaction of doing it themselves you know
1: the like, um the basically uh, the, the, the biggest fan the uh from um oblivion the uh, the guy with the funny hair the adoring fan although he he didn't uh, worship uh uh boethia he was Azura's. he, did, I, yeah, that, he, he did worship it, Azura, Azura, probably. Probably. but maybe you could convince yeah. him over to your side
4: that brother sister. It's fine. <laughs> I According think he, to the Dunray. He's the man yeah, for you. They are, huh? They are Oh, that to... means I get to be homies with uh Azura and Mafala. Yeah. Oh, well, I as I already don't like <laughs> I already uh, don't like Molag
2: Ball. We're set.
5: You're literally in like the most distrustful trio of friends, but
2: <laughs> sure. I mean, that. that <laughs> I mean, Nobody does it get much more always? Yeah. Does it get much more trustful amongst Daedric Princes, though? I mean, oh, I would say yes. I think those are literally the three most distrustful.
4: Can I don't we know, up, yeah, was, but have there's never been any like beef in between them. We need to set yeah, up like a 70s they sitcom always back with the three of them. It's like a, trio a 70s that's just... 70s sitcom. Yeah,
1: three's company. Yeah, like a three's company <laughs> 70s sitcom with the three three's of them. Three's tribunal. Like living yeah. together. Yeah. The Reclamations. And then Talos is like the um, <laughs> like the land the landlord who who like keeps knocking on the door <laughs> and catching them in the middle of like these weird like situations. Yeah.
4: No, well, like, no, Talos is a landlord that comes yelling at them because their weird kids are doing something because you know the uh the tribunal.
3: Yeah. 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 Oh,
5: yeah, all right. So, just bring like it the to that. The them. tribunal yeah. represents those three and they indirectly cause the death of each other.
3: <laughs> yeah. She's also or Boethia is also the anticipation of all malexia directly.
1: Yeah, there um, you go. Our true There's boss. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like the all three of them are friends <laughs> who Although live together the because they couldn't, afford, I'll take it. they couldn't afford because they couldn't afford rent, and they each have their own kids from like their previous marriages, and they all got, got divorced, yeah. so they all live together with their three kids in like this one apartment <laughs> because they can't afford rent. And Talos is the is the landlord, but the kids all get in trouble, and then the kids get the parents in trouble, and then the parents have to deal with the land. That's, this is the whole. This is the whole thing. Ooh. Yeah,
4: this could actually be a very Break
1: entertaining this show. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is it. That's,
4: this is a very good idea.
1: All right, I think this is this is, right. is fun, guys. I, um, yeah. What, what we, need, we need to move on because yeah, we got to get through I everybody can else. I on about Boethia I, for I hours. Think T-Rex, I think T Rex. T Rex. Were you gonna choose Boethia too? No. no. Okay, you're not choosing no. Boethia too. All right. <laughs> nope. This, was, you was, anyone else, next was anyone else? Was anyone else gonna not, choose Boethia?
5: I'm not choosing Boethia, but I think for similarity's sake, I might want to go next, unless someone else wants to go before me.
1: I think you can go, and I want you just go because it sounds like you've uh, got, got go a nice go little it, uh, if it, if you,
2: transition. If it here. ties in at all, you might as well. Have all right, that buttery smooth transition. Yeah. So go for it. first
5: off, I w- want to start by who I was considering, which not really relevant to who it chose, but I was considering choosing Namira um because this okay. like her primal connections to death and everything that marches towards it the um, reachmen the reachmen yeah the reachmen have a really awesome
7: uh depiction most unique of perspective
5: well. she has a soft spot for like the beating the beggars and the sick uh But ultimately, there's only one true path to fully embrace my poop fetish. So I went with (laughs) Malakath.
2: There it is. Done. You're right. This is actually a really good. Wow. You can confirm. Is it green or brown? (laughs) (laughs) I need to know. Is he green or brown or is the poop
5: green or brown? Am
2: I green or brown or is the poop green or brown? Or am I as the poop green
5: or brown? Well, I was going to
7: say.
2: Yeah. All three, actually. This. The Tribunal's they're, they're, company. We're back to
4: this, that episode again. So this is
1: coming. You're
4: using two words for the same thing. <laughs>
5: you're you were onto something earlier. Like well, with all that ash, because in earlier depictions, like in Daggerfall, Malaketh is like clearly just green as green orcs yeah. are. And then he, uh, in future depictions, he's just kind of either portrayed in a statue or portrayed kind of gray. And he does you know reside in the ash pit. So it could just be that he just got really ashy and needs some lotion. Yep.
1: He's just kind of a dirty dude. Yeah. That makes
5: sense. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I chose Malacath. Um His, uh, the way he describes the ash pit is just really cool. Yeah. Well, not a part of the ash pit. There's a, a part where there's like uh, a bunch of trees with like lily, like flowers growing all over it, but it's all black and white and like all grayscale. And he says it is like a shadow of a garden of uh, what once was, and it makes me think of, like, back when he was Trinimac, he probably had a plane uh, that he resided in that was probably beautiful and thriving and, you know, foresty. And this is just what's left that didn't get burned away. So I, I just like, you know, his his plane of oblivion is just really cool. Um Let's see what else I have in here. So the main reasons uh, the uh, the spheres that I'm trying to follow with that maybe you want to uh, choose him is that he's pretty much if you're going the most literal sense, he is a social justice warrior, which is kind Mm. of funny to think about. Mm. That's a a unique
2: way of viewing him, but he quite literally is. No, I I know what you're saying, but it's funny. I I don't think I would have ever doesn't he kind heard of more want phrase his... that way but yeah I, I i see what you're saying he stands right up off, for the actually.
1: downtrodden yeah yeah he's, he's, he's you know he's, he represented
3: is, he, he is the of the trade yeah it, it's like basically and the, the a, yeah. patron of the spurned and ostracized the so, rifle. Right. what
4: were you saying chef but doesn't by that logic, wouldn't he just kinda want his his followers, his children and the orcs to just kinda like, you know, stay off stay in your little camp. Keep liking me. Don't 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 well, go up to the aedra, you know? That's
5: kind of a conundrum. There's a lot of things like that. Where, yeah. Uh in Christian uh literature, Satan, yeah. you know, has his followers and it's like, do you want to keep them scorned in hell? Or isn't Satan's goal to technically break out of hell because he hates being there? You know, there's a, a whole there there's a lot of ways you can go about that. Ultimately I would if i were to be making the decisions i would say probably not i think he has a soft spot for the pariah folk because he knows what was done to them and it's not a good position to be in and he wants to help them that's why he takes he literally like fathers over the orcs more than any daedric prince father like parents over anyone so he's a very caring daedric prince which is interesting to think about because he's so brutal and so hardcore at the same time.
2: Right. Yeah, that that is interesting. And to that point, it, it is also that weird conundrum of like, well, okay, but if they end up making things work back out, mm-hmm. is that then going to no longer please him because you won't be the ostracized that he's actually there to kind of like oversee. Like it's the social services conundrum. As
1: him. It's the it's the do you work yourself out of a job question for yeah, social yeah. services. That's yeah. a great way of putting it. Yeah, it's, like, it's exactly the same if problem. If he's actually yeah. good at doing this,
2: does he basically render himself obsolete, or right. the people that he was covering, you know, obsolete? Mm-hmm. So that's that's. Mm-hmm. That's a unique twist on that.
1: Right. Yeah. Anybody who's actually in sur- social services for the right reason should try to make their job obsolete. Yeah, but the, but the, exactly. The, we literally
2: want to be unemployed if you do it right.
1: Right. Right. And of course, you never will be because you're never actually going to solve the problem for everybody. But right. yeah, that's yeah, that's one of the arguments and that comes up about
5: it. I, I would think it's actually an interesting route that, you know, if he in this metaphor does work himself out of a job, if he. You know, helps the pariah folk. Uh, you know, get out of their hole, and they are no longer scorned by societies. He could take his rightful place back where he once was and regain his title as being Trinimac. Well,
2: oh, that's that's interesting. Almost like then mm. mantling
5: himself <laughs> once once he's eliminated the the idea of pariah folk even existing. Sure. If that ever could happen, which is a very big feat. Yeah, yeah. Under. But if that were to fact. ever happen. Then Malakath no longer has a need to exist, but he is still thriving. So he would just take the next adjacent path, which would be Trinimac.
1: Does that sure. path lead back up Chef's butt and then out <laughs> Chef's mouth? Out. <laughs>
5: uh i guess please no. one way to find please out. no
2: i'd really rather not no i'm, I'm, I'm sorry but you quiet down you had
4: <laughs> it. Okay.
1: do you have to unpoop yourself
4: <laughs> so do, I to, do i have to like vomit him up in paragon again but it, it, it'll it's like a
1: colonoscopy it'll be fine yeah.
5: you ever it's, seen the opening scene of ace ventura it's the, oh. reverse.
1: the reverse yeah, yeah i course. mean oh my god yeah wow oh, all, the way, <laughs> Same. all the way through. all the way through all
5: right <laughs> uh so that i think is mainly what i had for ideals behind it and I, I like the idea of him you know become like removing the the aspects of him that made him malacath and then restoring that idea of him being trinimac
2: mm-hmm. that's a cool idea yeah this yeah, is some that's cool a, stuff. that's actually a pretty neat card. and i just like the way that you worded that that's actually it seems really accurate un-poop? but i just never thought you of like it the like way that.
1: i worded on poop uh,
2: yeah that that, yeah, was, that was definitely uh, that yeah. was
1: exactly what i was thinking that's okay cool cool <laughs> no in all seriousness rob that was actually to what lotus was actually saying yes that was very cool yeah. so you've got Thank some you. cool ideas there um yeah anybody else want to chime in about rob's thoughts on this
4: I think you did a really good job, I, like, summing it up. Uh, chef. There was one thing that I thought was pretty interesting. When you talked about the whole, like, becoming, like, going back into the Trinimac, at first I was like, oh, that's kind of random. But then it occurred to me, like, well, if the Pariah folks stop being the Pariah and he's still, like, the kind of leader figure for them, wouldn't he... Basically, go back to the same figure he was as Trinimac, like a paragon of justice right. and like righteousness. You know, right. exactly yeah. because yeah, then that makes he a lot more sense. Back out of yeah, the, the, and, yeah, no,
2: it literally yeah. makes that that's I, perfect. I it's
5: really great. <laughs> Maybe nothing literally changes. Maybe it's just all like, well, I am still the leader of these people, but these people are no longer pariahs. So now I'm just a warrior god. Yeah, and that's pretty much what Trinimac was. But right. we're, we're going to still stay the same. But I think, yeah, but no when proof. it comes to the, the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Roles, transformations like that have a much more physical manifestation. When that happens, you don't just change your way and then that's it. Like when the chimer became the Dunmer, they didn't just start being called the Dunmer; they physically transformed into a new people. Sure. And same thing with the when the uh, Aldmer were transformed into the Orsimer, that they, they were physically transformed. So I I feel like. When that happens, there's just a physical transformation that would also happen. Yeah, Which now that I'm thinking about that, I guess that would kind of
1: erase Orsomer Theoretically? And then we or would bring would back be Aldmer? Or, or, well, or, they well, would, or they would continue to evolve into whatever yeah, the next thing we is. We get some really they, they become cool a hybrid species, of Aldmer yeah. and Orsomer. Ooh, that'd be cool or
2: like some sort of Chad continued yeah, continued evolution Chadmer. of
4: the, <laughs> they're, the, they're, like the, they're mer but they're buff they're
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah they have the big chins yes and <laughs> they already have, did chins.
5: have <laughs> uh some points about what i would do yeah yeah um, so that was
1: my next question it's like okay at the end of all this where what is your yeah. what is your goal
5: so i i had two game quests in game quests that i liked i both took place in the skyrim game and i just liked the concept of those quests and i would take those and turn tenfold the first quest is the uh it's what is it retaking thirst which is uh the thirst meat hall solstheim quest mm-hmm. where you help either the nords or the Reiklings, technically skull uh, or the Reiklings. um Take control of the meat hall because they're fighting over it. And if you side with the skull, uh, then they—you essentially have to not only fight back the reeklings, but then you have to help them prove themselves worthy to their ancestor spirit, Hrothmund. Which it's almost like i feel like it was a lost opportunity that they didn't just put Malakath in this quest instead of rothmund i guess it makes sense that they were the skull and instead mm-hmm. whereas if there was other nords nords still took Malkath into their religion the same. So it I feel like it could have worked. But the fact that it was a scholar, like, oh yeah, we gotta do an ancestor spirit instead. But they they had to prove themselves worthy to the spirit and say like, okay, we we fought back. Here's our we have the meatball. Can we have permission to, you know, go back to our lifestyle? And he ends up, you know, saying no and they say we don't care. But <laughs> that idea of proving themselves worthy in a you know, a physical manifestation that we took it back from the Reaklings, but also did we earn it back at the same time? And then with the uh, Daedra quest for Malakath, there's a pretty similar uh, aspect in that going on when you help the orc tribe at uh, Largishbur. There is the chieftain named Yamars who's a total d and <laughs> got to help with the ritual, summon him... Blah blah blah. Yamars wants you to do everything for him and complains that you're not doing it well enough. Yeah, and then wuss. Yeah, he he's like, well, I'm too old, and you know, I got this really heavy armor, and I can't do this. And you you're, go fight that giant for me, which is, uh, and then you you end up proving that the tribe is so worthy by doing all this stuff for them, and obviously Yamars is not worthy and gets smote by a giant and yeeted into the heavens. Yep. One of my favorite <laughs> yeet sequences yeet in <laughs> Skyrim. The yeet sequence. It's so funny. Like, i like, I remember one, the first time I did the quest, I, I looked away as I like, I exited the cave and I like looked away to go grab something. I come back. I'm like, where did your Mars go? And then he just falls <laughs> from the sky. I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> Found you. <laughs> now for
2: that armor. <laughs> mm.
5: Yeah. Uh, but I, like, so what i would do is, to, is essentially what those people did in those quests is i as uh, the mantle of malakath i would travel across all of Tamriel, not just the orcs because i mean the giants clearly worship malakath as well because the giants are the ones who took that shrine from the the tribe so there's uh you know reports of giants and ogres and orcs and i think even like centaurs and minotaurs uh, also uh, the goblins. Of,
4: goblins worship Malacath as their blue god. The blue, oh, which yeah, they the blue have, god. They actually have like, a massive yeah. reference to that in the, uh, the goblin quest for the creation club with like, animal tradition. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Thing yeah. forwarded
5: blades as well. Yeah. I can't remember because. which game it's in, but I remember reading about uh, there There was a group of goblins who thought they were worshipping Malacath and it was just a dude that painted <laughs> himself blue. Yeah, that was the, uh, the
4: creation club thing. Was it? Okay, yeah. yeah but he he like, accidentally covered himself in like Ink or something from like mushrooms he was grabbing. Yeah, but it was like, oh, I guess the goblins like me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, good. oh, one of them's getting too smart. Put him in a cage, and then that one you get. A <laughs> so
5: so yeah, I would just run around to all of these different cultures and society. Well, not cultures, just societies and tribes, and you know that are the scorned, pariah folk, and help them become not pariah folk and do like a series of mini conquests, help them take lands that they want to take as long as they earn it. I, I, I probably preface this with, I would, you know, not reveal myself to be the uh, aspect of Malakath and just put some sort of hardship to them because he is still a harsh prince. So mm-hmm. yeah, some it's, hardship it's uh, or, or yeah. suffering that they have
1: to bear yep. through. Hide the soup spoon, make them find right. it, you know, make it very difficult when they have to sit down at you know supper yeah that's
2: that je- actually exactly
5: what i was gonna do
2: <laughs> that's that's what you do in all of the meat halls. yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> but no put them through like a series of very harsh you know things they have to go through and as long as they prove themselves worthy then i be like all right boys let's go and then just you know stomp over some lands and take over some places and that's that's what i would do
1: nice that sounds great sounds like like you got a plan i like that that was yeah i like that yeah real good all right well tell you what we got to take a break here and thank our patrons which is like you guys and a whole bunch of other people (laughs) and uh we're going to come back and talk to the rest of our patrons about who they're going to mantle so don't go anywhere i am so excited about our sponsor this week marvel strike force i freaking love
6: The skies are marked with numberless sparks, each a fire and every one a sign.
1: So this week we've got two new patrons, Rob S. and S, S Seth P. I almost did it backwards. Seth P. <laughs> signed up. Welcome to the Patreon. Um, <laughs> thanks for signing up. Wow. And to all 88 of our patrons right now. Holy moly. Thank you for supporting us. It is wonderful to have you guys all supporting the show. We really appreciate it. And a big shout out to Mr. Gami Boy and Noodle Al Dente, our tier five actual Daedric Princes. I'm still waiting to find out what their Daedric powers are, but, uh, you know, let us know. And um, you guys know the spiel here. If we've helped you get through your work days or your, you know, or heck, if you just want to help us out go to patreon.com/elderscrollslorecast and check out all the different tiers you get ad free episodes you can join us for these chats you can get t-shirts and stickers all sorts of fun things and we'd really appreciate the support cuz this is my full time job this is what i do and your support helps make the show keep going and it helps you know pay the bills and I really do appreciate it. So thank you so much for everybody who helped support the show. Also, we've got a new review. This review is awesome. It comes from Nerd Dad in the United States. Um, That could describe so many of us, but thank you, (laughs) Nerd Dad. This uh, review says, uh, this has quickly become my favorite show. Five stars. I love the more casual episodes like Best Vacation Spots in Tamriel. He's meaning these patron chats. Um, And also the deep dive episodes on the Daedric Princes. I like how the host is active on the community surrounding the podcast. Great show. Well, thanks, Nerd Dad. I'm glad you took the time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And anybody else who either listens on Apple podcasts or even just has an Apple account, you can leave us a review. And if you give us five stars in a review, I'll read it out on a future episode of the show. Or if you just take the time on Spotify, you can go to the section where you can see all the different episodes, scroll to the top, all the way up to the top. And there's a little section there where you can leave us five stars. And that is extremely helpful as well. So thank you to everyone who takes the time to do that. It's a huge help and helps us rank highly on both of those platforms or any platform you listen to. So that's what we got for the mid break right here. And we're going to move on to the rest of the show.
2: Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, blah, blah,
6: blah, blah.
1: All right, gang. I'm talking like I'm a 70s show. <laughs> all right, gang. Isn't that what in the except for that's Like on Let's the sitcoms. Up. Like, and Scooby-Doo, they always say like, all right, gang, nobody says that anymore. All right, gang, let's get them. So, uh, who wants to go next? Ben? T-Rex?
3: T-Rex? I can, I can go.
1: All right. Who are you thinking?
3: Um, so I will say Malakath was one of the ones that I considered, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because of the same reasons that Rob put out there, um but I think mine is kind of like a tie between nocturnal and Azura.
0: Okay. But I Ooh.
3: feel like I love nocturnal more.
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> okay.
3: I'm going to have to go with nocturnal on this. Um, she's kind of, I I just, and I'm going to go with she, cause that's, you know, what she's always
2: more common. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And especially her interaction with the thieves guild. Like I loved that in Skyrim and, um, she's shadowy, elusive, mysterious, like they don't really know a whole lot about her, but you know, her followers, her followers still follow her. Um, her Daedric realm is pretty cool. I just, I just love all all of everything. I mean she's got the skeleton key, which I did not turn into the sepulchre sepulchre. Uh, I just, you know, decided to keep that.
2: Someone decided to min-max when they were playing. It's
3: pretty. <laughs> yeah. Handy. A little
2: bit. Yeah. <laughs> little bit. Shame. yeah.
3: <laughs> and then I also think it's kind of cool her other um one of her other things that she has is the the gray cowl where she can kind of make you uh, I guess forgettable I, I right. for sort of for a yeah. lack of words. Yeah. <laughs> like people just don't remember who you are when you put it on. Yep. Um so that's kind of cool. Um and then the fact that she's got like crows and ravens that like she can use to talk and stuff. I'm like the crow court. Yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. Um but I think it's really just like she's in my opinion one of the greatest um i think she was the first one that i interacted with in skyrim yeah because i did the the thieves guild pretty pretty quick yeah when i first played through it um so i would say she's my favorite um now when it comes to what i would use her power for obviously assisting the Thieves' Guild.
5: (laughs) Now, which Thieves' Guild? Because that has a very different connotation depending on which one you go with.
3: I think I would... In that aspect, I would have to say the Skyrim Thieves' Guild one because, I mean they're in a very low place, you know, they need to get back to where they were before. And she kind of helps them with that in a way, kind of, she's not very happy about it, but she does it, you know? And they, um, they sort
2: of always kind of have that issue too. Cause the ESO yeah. one is like that. They always seem to, and it's the same sort of thing I have, like, a weird take when it comes to the uh dark brotherhood as well where when you're dealing with a guild made of sort of nefarious activity <laughs> it's not really that surprising yeah. That you can get in really awkward situations of people betraying each other for various reasons.
3: Exactly. And I also put in there that I would also help the Dark Brotherhood, even though they're not like directly linked with Nocturnal in like that kind of like aspect. Like they don't really interact with each other, at least not in skyrim yeah not directly i don't know about like other the other games besides ESO, but um i think you know i would assist the thieves guild and the dark brotherhood get them back to you know top tier
2: so you so you're basically all about the like prominence of the shadowy activity yes
3: and, <laughs> i and, love and, the shadowy and, activities and, oh boy and, and boosting all of
2: that back to prominence. oh boy but, yes yeah things are way too legal in tamriel right now and that makes sense <laughs> yes
4: evil
1: now yeah. is this for more of like a robin hood like steal from the rich give to the poor kind of thing or is this more no. of a just like <laughs> no,
5: we just need I more? a little. i didn't know that should have been
2: clear sky Guild is a bunch of punks yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say that because when i originally you know played through that and i you know this was, that was my third game in the series so i was like Dude, this isn't so much the thieves guild as the thugs guild. Like the first thing they had me do, they're like, yeah, go rough up this storekeeper. I was like, all right, man, whatever. That's my play style anyway. So I'm just for trashing his place. So I'm yeah. like, I'm not,
3: What was I'm going to steal, steal like, everything. Just, I was like, I'm just, just breaking your crap. Mouth. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: I know
5: where your wife lives, man. Yeah, it's like, me. all right,
2: dude, I'll pay. It's like, cool. What was I here for again? I'm just going to take this there. I'm a thief. Uh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and I think, that's it for Nocturnal. But there's one like shout out that I wanted to throw out there is Sanguine because he's kind of just like crazy and like is all about the parties. And yeah. I feel like that'd be so fun. If you can get Martin Seton to
4: worship you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get Sean Bean, you got something going. On. Yep. That's true.
3: That's
0: true.
2: Um, so just out of the the like three that we've done i kind of like the fact that we've got a neutral one we have a <laughs> decently good one and t-rex is just like nah screw it I just, I just want more i just want more criminal activity in the world right, right. listen
3: I'm, yeah. she was the first daedric prince that i interacted with so i'm like yes yeah, hey, like, yeah. Is i is love her the,
5: the chaotic neutral side of the fevery, and she's comfortable with the evil right. side of it so yeah. I'm not, there's no hate on what the path you take. That's totally valid. That's
2: the thing. That's what I kind of like
5: about it. You just chose to be
2: evil. You yeah, right. That's what I, <laughs> it's like, <yep>. She's also <laughs> then,
1: she's also about like night and darkness. So she's like know. the like the goth queen <laughs> right.
5: of the of the princess. Yes, she's yes. one yes. of my favorite princes for she, sure. Right.
3: She is. What I aspired to. Right.
0: <laughs> and also,
5: that Skyrim robe, though, like we are um, all thinking it. Oh, yeah, no. A- <laughs> the low cut, the low cut middle oh, section. God. Yeah. Prolific, iconic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, on top of that, I was going to say, the the uh her her strikes from uh elder scrolls online if you've done that i like that they take it oh, yeah. even farther and they're like yeah it's like a skirt luckily i have long hair it's like all yeah. right yeah what? yeah so yeah, yeah. no i She's just i enjoy prince of the darkness fact.
5: and style
2: yeah well the thing <laughs> is stuff. with a couple i guess har- i mean i suppose you could probably make an argument for most adult a lot of the deal with the Daedra is their neutrality, and then it's just kind of what's done with it. So it's just I really like that so far. We have three different takes, sort of, on the neutrality based on just like okay, well, here's going to be my objective with it. That's pretty cool. I just like how that's played out so far.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Ben, we got it. We got to move
7: on, Ben. Yep. Who are you, yes. Ben? Which one? Um. So. If you if you know me, I'm a big Witcher fan, so this shouldn't be no surprise, but uh her scene is <laughs> oh, my <yeah>. favorite. <laughs> I thought so. I thought maybe. I thought yeah. maybe. Um it, it's more of my like, you know, love oh. of werewolves and mm-hmm. traditional monsters and whatnot. But um also I would say her scene has a lot more freedom compared to a lot of the other Daydric princes because he can just frolic in a forest. <laughs> Frolic. Yeah. Literally like do Legit. whatever he wants and frolic and you know do whatever <laughs> he wants. And let alone you have not only when anybody with lycanthropy dies, you take them to you know your own planet of oblivion, but now you also have more like Hamperth- lycanthropy in Tamriel. So you have your own like little minions on top of that in both realms. Mm-hmm. So if I'm you know, ever under threat, you can, you know, attack both sides.
0: Oh, oh okay. all right,
7: all right. See that. So, are you okay with the whole like turning people into werewolves thing? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it is. A it's gift. all good. Yeah, it's a, I, a gift. It's a I mean, gift. It's, it's, it's compared, compared to that. other like like versions of werewolves we see in media, I would say like this: the Elder Scroll werewolves, to where you have the you choose when you can transform, and you actually have mental. I mean, in most places, that you have mental depend. cognition. It depends. It, depends. it depends. Yeah. That
4: seems to be mostly just a companions thing because when you see the, uh, what's his name, Sending in Falkreath, you realize yeah, he, has, he, has, he like, has no control. He was cursed. But he But he specifically says ring. he went to get that ring so he could control his transformations. Right. True. Right. Correct. So, I, it so definitely we, can be
2: changed quite a bit because i was going to say it's why some people get bent out of shape with all the shows yeah. online but it, i mean too bad it's canon because they say it is and they own it so whatever i'm going with that is canon for now um there's a lot of control in that one as well but as the player I, I, character is the player character so i think a it. lot of it is like one of those things where it's very situationally dependent on how it might have been bestowed to you. It seems like if you go looking for it, it's a lot less aggressive against you than if it's kind of like, Oh, I contracted it and I hate this. And it's a curse type of deal because here's seen a lot of times also likes to give you a sporting chance i feel like if you reject his gift you're less prone to being quite as aware of the situation right i have a theory about how where
5: uh, lycanthropy works in uh, elder scrolls and uh it starts with there are two wolves inside you
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm okay serious so there's right, a there right. the wolf of the curse uh-huh. and there's the wolf of the gift and which one you feed is the one that will show. If you reject this wolf and you try to hide this wolf and don't like it, you are feeding the gift, uh, the, the wolf of the curse. The curse, okay, I can see what you're saying. You, yeah. And it will come out whenever at once. If you feed uh, the wolf of the gift, then you are transforming as often as possible, hunting whenever you want, and truly embracing the gift. And therefore, you are given more control over it. It's so, almost like trying to pretend hmm. like you're
2: something you're not, and it ends up festering and giving as you all you these
4: other issues. You know, so, so like literally, you. the more you embrace it, the more like you get the the more control. It, you the have more you over you it, control it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's a that, that's, it. that it's makes a lot like, sense.
1: Yeah. it's like yeah. when people deny the fact that they're actually attracted to things in real life, they obsess more over them. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Though.
2: <laughs>
5: the, the it's like human psychology yeah the people depends. in the game series who complain about the lycanthropy the most are the ones who don't turn as often right yeah
1: right yeah it's like yep. uh, people who deny that they're not people, people... complain about stealth archers yeah they people complain about <laughs> they
4: turn into stealth archers <laughs> just pick up yeah. a great sword man do yeah. it yeah all right all
5: right shadow your speech ben okay go, go. so go
1: so, so ben um Oh, and we didn't ask uh, T-Rex this either. Let's go back to T-Rex real quick. What is your now? Now that we're at the end of the fourth age, fourth era, whatever the word is, uh, what's what's your next goal? Uh... As nocturnal, do you have a goal?
3: remain in the shadows just remain <laughs> in the now. shadows <laughs> all right i okay. don't really i mean like
2: it seems like just more nefarious activity yeah. you just don't seem yeah. to like the status quo what of about Harcon's being able plan? to plan <laughs> mm-hmm. okay kill him yeah <laughs> just kill
4: the sun yeah just
3: a... it right. sun's
1: never up
4: it's always dark <laughs> all
1: right
4: sun's up Sun's up all right ben <laughs> well, i'm gonna have to beef with the no something because they say that um Goldbrand is like it's like sunfire in a blade i all gotta you right, well, with that man i Come guess on. if you're in the same room as the sword <laughs> then it probably
2: would be day all the time oh yeah fair enough
4: <laughs> what do you find in a cave in sky
6: <laughs> um
7: honestly just keep hunting just doing your um, thing do my thing. Um, I mean, kill vampires cause werewolves hate vampires. Oh, so. all right. All right. So, all right. That too. Yes, sir. fellow yeah.
4: Molag ball hitter. Yeah. Building,
1: build, <laughs> building that beef with Molag ball. All right. All my homies hate Molag ball. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. <laughs> Sounds good. The, the interesting part about that too, uh, Ben, that that's kind of like <laughs> something you had mentioned originally to start with, um, the the idea of you can just kind of frolic in a field, mm-hmm. <laughs> frolic.
1: One thing is I'm like, you know, images of Ben frolicking. I, I know here, seen just like
2: frolicking. He's got like the spear of bitter mercy in one hand. He's just frolicking through the field. Yeah.
7: like uh, um, <laughs> ridiculous images. literally is her yeah. frolicking. You get to yeah. down right. like like Austrian
1: children from like the Sound of Music.
2: <laughs> well, the thing is like. Here scene sort of has like, I guess the most easily understandable end goal to to literally what you said, where it's like, well, everything's about competition, the hunt, which for the most time is like fun, so it's like in the same vein as like a a sanguine type of thing. Hearcene's goal would kind of be to just do what he likes to do, which is theoretically as ridiculous as it sound, could be something as simple as we need more games because games are fun. Like it's <laughs> like, wow, that that actually seems like a pretty fun end game for Daedrick Prince. It's like, we need more games with hyper competitive, possibly blood sports, but whatever, games. Like it's yeah. just like, all right, that actually sounds legitimately pretty fun. <laughs>
5: Yeah, he's definitely the most not evil prince out there. Every prince mm-hmm. has an argument besides Molok Ball of being not evil, but I feel like his is the best. His is because-
2: really he he his nobility borderlines on like just at points because it's just like look yeah. you need to have a fair shot if you're cheating now you're on the bad end of this because you tried to play unfairly it's like
5: Malakath has a twist on how you could see him to be good but you mm-hmm. can just twist that same argument and okay now it's an argument to be evil whereas piercing is right in the middle he yep. is just definitely not evil and not really good either he's just, just neutral is just, he just, just is. is
7: he's there yeah solid That's point
1: <laughs> solid point well, these are these are cool. We've got um, villain behind glasses who wrote in because unfortunately villain couldn't be here today. Couldn't join us, but uh, villain says that he would be Hermes Mora, which is a yeah. great transi- transition ooh, because ooh, we know ooh, we know Lotus ooh, is going to pick Hermes Mora. And Lotus, <laughs> let me know if you you agree with some of this. Uh, what is better than pursuing knowledge? What is better than watching the universe from an unseen plane of existence as a floating tet- tentacle monster? <laughs> Well, I can think of a few things, maybe. No, absolutely. We're sharing our thoughts right now. Villain is on the same page as me. Go go on. Um, For me, collecting and studying the workings of the universe is a hobby, so why would I not want to take over from the one true collector? I have no reason to kill or conquer, dominate or enslave. Knowledge is all that I seek. (laughs) So there's Villain. I mean, I I think that actually does sound really cool.
2: Yeah, so because, you know, I kind of just... Share obviously that the joke to start this was like, oh, Hermaeus Mora, just surprising no one. But yeah. to jump on that just from from like, because I, I like that too. One of the things that I do like not jokingly or or ironically like about Hermaeus Mora is in, in a similar fashion that we were talking about, like goals and stuff like that, the extreme neutrality of Hermaeus Mora where it is literally about observation and collecting knowledge, which is kind of interesting because in a less demonic form, it's something I just like to do in my real life. Like I like to just hear about different perspectives on things. Sometimes I'm like, that's dumb. And I totally disagree with you. <laughs> Sometimes but, like, I judge you
1: about it. Yeah, but...
2: <laughs> but like, and and but who doesn't, <laughs> but, but the thing is like, if I try to explain My point to like say I disagree with somebody. Well, if I don't understand your perspective, how can I expect you to understand mine? So I need to have a grasp of why you think this way. If I intend to actually ever try to explain in a way that you might comprehend why I disagree or agree with you as well. And the idea of just collecting all this knowledge, there isn't really an objective to Hermes Mora in the series, other than I just need more of this, which on the flip side is, is a little bit of a, I'm not sure if it's seen this way to other people because it's got a bit of a tragic side curse to it where, because That is the only goal. And when you go down, everybody jokes about rabbit holes of like, oh, I'm on Wikipedia for, you know, five minutes. And then suddenly I look up and it's been three hours later. The thing about something like that is if your life is this obsessive search, even though you will be in a position of knowing a lot having all this information, being able to generally accomplish probably most everything you aim to do when you actually want to do something, because you'll be able to see all these outcomes and everything like that, that weird obsessive, I can't sleep attitude. I get that about certain things that that's a little bit like, I guess, maybe relatable for my thing where it's like, ugh that's like sometimes you kind of need to like snap out of it. So it's one of the few weaknesses I've always found kind of interesting about Hermes Mora because you see it a couple times where it's just like his objectives come when it's like a thorn in his side that he can't know something. So that's where all of the focus goes is to knowing that one thing. And the rest of the time, it's just. Yeah, I'm just doing my thing, just collecting stuff, just observing how things go, planning things out, don't even really have a lot of objectives. And it's just like a fascinating sort of existence to have. Um, But it's it's much more about observation than directly trying to do something.
1: Right. Right. I totally get that. Yeah. 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 Now, is there a thing you would do different being... Hermes Mora or is that just is is it is it as simple as just well that's just what you do because that's what Hermeus Mora is well my only
2: thought would be <laughs> based on this like sort of like the idea that Hermes Mora I I've always loved the idea that like okay scrying the tides of fate is but the fact that uh, I believe it was from the forums where it was just referenced by Kirkbride where it's like Hermaeus Mora is the scraps of knowledge from previous Kalpas. I, I forget the exact but like the concept of that s- is kind of neat because essentially Hermea's goal, I guess, would be to continue beyond the existence that's currently happening, including brethren and sister Daedric Princess. <laughs> like Because he would theoretically want to carry over and not just have the slate wiped entirely clean because that's what he's made out of. So like that knowledge almost comes at a, like an interesting cost of like, well, what happens if you don't collect that knowledge? So I don't know. I I like the idea of just like, no, the goal would just kind of be to continue to see all paths through You can't even refer to it as time, I guess, because Mm -hmm. kelp is a kind of not linear time. And then through
1: kelp yeah. Through time
2: plus time plus time. time. Right. (laughs) And then then it's like, okay, well, does he know the alternate sides of theoretical dragon breaks? Like that would be part of so would he know the different version? It gets kind of weird. (laughs) What is knowable and unknowable knowledge? So like, he wants to know.
4: Yeah, exactly. Well, either way. So yeah, I, I guess... Can he tell me when Elder Scrolls 6 is going to come out? Is, is, is that like a piece of knowledge that no will ever know? 2055. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's sooner than I was expecting!
2: <laughs> um, I'll take it. But yeah, so like, I, I guess I would kind of just like... Maybe have... Because again, you know, different relations to mortals. Old Hermy is very neutral to the point of being callous, which is interesting. Cause that's, you know, it's one of the few things where I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's unfortunate because it's not even like, Oh, don't get on his bad side. It's more of like, you've become a nuisance. I can't be bothered with this. And it's like Chuck dead. It's like, all right, well, yeah. we're really disposable, which is a little unnerving. <laughs> so I don't know. It, maybe finding the knowledge to understand that, uh, mortal existence matters a little more might be in his benefit but <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that
2: that I mean, would i think be a positive
7: ally with some 42
1: <laughs> 42 <laughs> 42 you can yeah. read books that aren't from his universe <laughs> yeah but interesting right. okay yeah okay. i
5: understand the arguments to say that Hermes More is neutral i i and i do kind of agree with it but he's also very vindictive at times
2: well and and that's why yeah you're 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 right and he definitely and that's kind of why i wanted to bring up the callousness it's it's (laughs) kind of like from a mortal perspective you can definitely have like okay this is like do not get near hermaeus mora like this is real problematic because as long as you're beneficial to like a neutral cause with him or a, be, you know, a beneficial cause toward Hermes Mora, things will probably be, he'll bestow you some great gifts to get to help him get to where he's going. But the second you try to get something away from him for your own right, or you kind of like have this, oh, well, this is mine. Like you can't have this, or I'm, I need to use this to my benefit. To the vindictive point, it's like, well, okay, you're objectively not useful to me which is whatever but then when it's like now you're a hindrance to me potentially getting more knowledge or maintaining it it's like no now you need to be eliminated like we're we're done with you yeah which is very bad from the mortal standpoint because it's like okay well at the drop of a hat you can be thrown in the trash essentially which is very yeah. concerning is like
5: for the dragonborn dlc is he mm-hmm. neutral yeah, what-
4: like he when he stole it. our kill on Mirak. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm biased against him because he, he's a kill stealer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just downed him. It was his kill. <laughs> I,
4: I, I wanted it. Come on. But
2: is it <laughs> all work
5: because the skull were just getting in his way and they were no longer useful to him? Or is it an evil, like intentional sinister plot that he did all of this stuff for centuries it seems i'm not actually sure what the numbers are it
2: seems a long time to to just
5: only strike the skull this was only against the skull the things he did with mirak the things he did with the dragonborn all of this was just to get some secrets from the skull and that's kind of reductive i think and he did a lot of evil stuff just for that
2: yeah and and i kind of see that but like it's one of those situations where i think in in terms of that it's whatever the ends are would justify the means of him acquiring what he's going to acquire which there's
1: there's no cost he, too high for the knowledge
2: the road to yeah. hell is paved with good intentions right, right.
1: <laughs> any, exactly. any amount of knowledge he that he does not any any amount of knowledge that he does not currently have is worth any amount of cost Yeah. So to him, because he's an infinite, eternal being and any amount of time and any amount of pain and suffering to mortals is is worth significant, is insignificant. It's it's if it's if it's two years and one one death or if it's two thousand years and two thousand deaths, it doesn't matter. It's the same amount to him.
2: Yeah. And to Rob's point, though, which I, I think needs to also kind of. With his prior knowledge and the quote that I love of scrying the tides of fate, he's going to actually know how a lot of things are going to play out potentially and could lean into them. Like if he knows that like, probably won't exactly. So it's like, Oh, so-and-so is holding this. Well, well, If we'll use just Mirak because we've been using that a lot, like okay, Mirak is going to use what I give him and kind of become self righteous and do his own thing because he wants power. But it's like, well, I could use that at a later date to do this really slow play to end up getting to the sky. It's like, well, then at that point, it's like okay, there's there's like from the from the mortal perspective, it's like that's pretty. screwed up like you're really taking out a lot of us for the sake of one thing just because you know how to play off potential destinies chef it sounded like you had a response to what i was saying
4: earlier i was just thinking like i don't know i i assumed he, he gave me a hand because he's like oh maybe i can find out some neat stuff about dragons and crap like <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I was, so i probably had lots of games just from like employing how Iraq? he was yeah.
5: weaponizing Iraq I guess yeah. is what I meant with by that not really him recruiting just... Iraq is one thing he probably gained a lot from doing that but how he sure. weaponized him later on was yeah. solely what he wanted from the skull
4: yeah there's probably more to it than just that but like <laughs> I, I agree that definitely the skull was probably like a big focus of that because they have like they have their weird shamanistic magics they probably keep things like very much to themselves in a way that he couldn't see mm-hmm. but there's there's got to be more to it than that because if not there's just it's probably a more direct and effective way of getting that specific information. It's not really. It's a probably of just direction. That, that's He's true. What I was, was going to say by that same logic, him knowing literally. <laughs> but, if he knows exactly which path to take like min-maxing a let's play like she probably picked like <laughs> the most the one path which like okay this will get me the most overall with the least amount of effort he's like, like the he's like dr strange for the most output
1: exactly He's like there's 14 right. billion in one ways that this can go yeah. wrong yeah. and there's one that'll go right so i went the sure. mirror way
2: but then <laughs> you've also got the side effect of if he takes a more circuitous route what other things can he pick up along the way, so it's like exactly. it's one of those things where there's all these routes, and theoretically, he's got eyes looking at all of them. It gets kind of hard to keep track of the potential ways of getting to what you want to get to. Well, he probably take that's
4: best route.
5: Right. But then he's very much not all knowing and his goal is to become all knowing. So he's going to try to become, uh, he's going to gain as much knowledge along the way.
2: Yeah. So sometimes it's almost like, it's weird. It's almost practical for him to be impractical in certain situations because Mm -hmm. it will give you other outcomes. Even if it's something as simple as how did this group react to me doing it? It's it's just, Mm -hmm. it's weird when you start dealing with, I think you and I had talked about this. I don't even remember if it was on on a podcast or not, Tom, when we were just like, it gets hard to comprehend when you start talking in like infinity concepts. Yeah, And it's like, if there's inf- infinite timelines or potentials that things could play out and how would this do it? It starts getting hard to wrap your head around. What's going to get you the most out of it. When you have literally everything at your disposal, it gets kind of weird. Yeah. The equation is like subtle
1: strangely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. exactly exactly
1: yeah well guys we're getting close to the end um but i i need to chime in
2: yeah i was gonna say you don't get to escape without this and like, i want to know i'm gonna who i'm gonna toss like? one in
1: here mm. um this one will be quick i'm gonna go with i i could also say Hermes more because of course <laughs> learning all these things would be fun and being who doesn't want to be a creepy blob tentacle eyeball monster damn straight <laughs> i would just i would still go with the chompy claw version but oh yeah lobster crab i <laughs> know i probably wouldn't um uh, okay. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Clavicus Vile. Because he gets a good good boy. He gets a doge. Who doesn't want who doesn't want a he doesn't want a good boy? That's fair. Tell right.
2: me there's more.
1: And <laughs> nope, and it's solely based on dog you <laughs>
4: imply there needs
1: to be more of a reason i mean yeah. that's a pretty good reason that's good that, he gets his own I, he gets his own good boy you
4: might have just sold me over poethia on that i, 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 I mean no i was gonna say he's, he's the, the only his one white uh, and, like his and this good boy
1: this. can
7: like she shift so. he can
1: be in whatever yeah. kind of good boy he wants in whatever moment right and he has a funny accent <laughs> and he's a funny accent and red guard and he um Oof. he gets to make really he gets to be like basically he gets to play game show host with everybody yeah, all the time say,
2: this is because you want to be a game show host isn't that's it? it
1: that's it he gets to just be like alright let's make a deal buddy here we go but here's my thing <laughs> what's your end goal <laughs> just
2: having fun man it's Most just, more game shows. It's just having fun.
1: <laughs> I want to be the host of the game show network. This is Tom. This is it. This is, it. this is it. He's just like, just kind of like her scene. He's just having a good time. He's just making some games,
7: having fun. Welcome to the price of life.
1: <laughs> the price of life. Welcome to the price of life. Do you want to live? Sounds like one of his games. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Sounds awful.
1: Go go collect me a bunch of I don't know claws from. Some mud crabs go seven rat butts. It's like that Cold Harbor
5: quest where you, like, have the three teams. No, I'm I trying to remember more about it to describe it, but uh, Angolf the Undying's in there.
1: And uh, three teams that's been a while.
5: You, you, it's essentially you are, in, you play, you do take place in a game show in Cold Harbor. It's not Moloch Ball who's running it, but it's one of his Dramora like lieutenants, and you have to play his little games and.
0: Oh, I remember that. It's
5: a pretty fun quest. You can <laughs> try to just like, am I going to save these members of the Mage Guild or these members of the Mage Guild? Uh-huh. Or... Uh, I yeah. So
4: that's what I would that. do. That's what I would do. As a non-ESO player, I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah. no, I've so you got to play that. through I these quests. about that.
1: you got to yeah. play through them. But I think that would be fun. Um, <laughs> and then I can be as good or evil as I feel at any moment.
2: Uh <laughs> Files kind of
5: like ex, like just flat-out evil i've never seen him yeah like,
4: <laughs> yeah he's he's very much kind of like give
5: me an example of a way he's granted that helps someone he's, yeah, that he's self-serving. Like a, a fi-
4: he's well, self-serving a middle finger at the same time well, he's, all he's right. self-serving yeah. he's he does he, it for his is, own enjoyment
1: um, <laughs> i would genuinely
2: like to know like he does it for his own enjoyment uh, No, I've got one, and it makes me sad that I have to reference this in a positive way. But in Elder Scrolls (laughs) Redguard, with that audio clip that we played, so you end up in the fields of regret, and you are actually, after that audio snippet that we subjected everyone to, um, Clavicus actually asks you a riddle, and you are placed in front of two doors with... uh, this riddle in front of you. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but more or less you are trapped in the fields of regret due to awkward circumstances. And if you can solve his riddle, he just straight up puts you back where you need to go. No strings attached safe is because I think he expects you to get it wrong. And it's kind of like a weird riddle. Um, So, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a good thing, but I would definitely say it's much more of a neutral thing where it's like he lives up to his end of the bargain. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's the thing is if you can outsmart him, he will kind of like, he respects it. it. (laughs) He like, he won't cheat. But to your point, his end goal is to like, how can I screw with you for my entertainment? Right. And it's Who like can I kill along the way. Right. And it's, you know, like that's the thing with the rueful axe. It's like, dude, that's way more messed up than the actual <laughs> thing. Like, but <laughs> if, if you can basically out salesman him, <laughs> you can get something out of him. But I would never say he's necessarily good, so much as he'll play by his own rules, even if it actually pisses him off occasionally.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, make a good point in my experiences with him he seems like
2: explicitly evil and a lot of times he is because his enjoyment is like basically mortal suffering like it's "Ah, for his own enjoyment so it would be
1: for my own enjoyment yeah
2: but whatever that is he does have this awkward sense of i guess honesty slash reliability where if you actually can get one up on him he he won't yeah. find a way and to weasel out of it. He doesn't lie about it
1: he's honorable yeah he honors yeah. he honors the the, the deal
2: yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> even, even though he probably won't like it because it hit much oh, rather yeah. you have to like hatchet your daughter or something horrible of course <laughs> of course <laughs> he's a classic gin
1: and he, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and he Old gets mythology. a and he gets a doge
5: <laughs> <laughs> and a doge and a which, doge I will probably be Boy. in the minority here, but I P- P- Barbus is probably one of the most hated characters for me.
1: Really? Well,
4: he can be—he's the most different. useful follower in Skyrim. He's immortal. <laughs> yeah, there
1: He's
5: are an plenty immortal of immortal ones, and they're not annoying. No, he annoying. literally
4: can't be downed.
2: I—I I will say also. <laughs> If you are a big fan of Barbus, because I generally am most of the time, if you want to like Barbus less, <laughs> find Barbus it. in ESO, because I wanted to punch Barbus in the face in oh, ESO. No. Not in Doge form, but in weird Skadarfin form, because he also has a human form that's, well, human. He's got a Daedra form that's yeah. humanoid. Really annoying.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, keep him a doge. It's better. Yeah,
2: really. uh, yeah. doge
5: only. Doge Well oh, That's <laughs> just a form that he can take where he gets away with more annoying stuff because, oh, it's okay. He's because he's adorable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. he's a puppy. I oh, guess he's a puppy, I know yeah. more heinous. Things.
2: <laughs> I was going to say he's a puppy. I don't want to punch him. I oh, punch him. Off and I want to
1: punch him. I really want to punch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so he looks like, like a dangerous. Shit, Mr. Poop God. all right take take this back to the discord (laughs) all right guys we got to wrap it up thank you for joining us this has been super fun as 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 usual
4: yeah how are we how do we tie this all up into like one big Daedric game show where we have all of our different like spheres in it Malakath wins. Done.
2: Oh damn it! Game
4: show. I didn't call. Hermes mm. More
2: wins first. <laughs> that's
4: oh. Terrible. Snooze, I mean, lose. I still well, think Lois well, no, knows lost. the answer, but like, <laughs> I guess we gotta like get to it. Then he'll be like, "Yep, that's right." Yeah, <laughs> that's <okay. laughs> I just agree that you were correct. But- <laughs> so it's like a game show. We have. We have Ben with, like, uh, the hunting and all that's It's the game part of it. I guess, Ten Blood, so we're doing something like that. I There's think, a long aspect instead, to it with T-Rex. I think
1: we've just created a TV, <laughs> like, a TV network where Clavicus Vile runs a game show. Uh, Hermes Mora does, like, the sports, like, the sports sports the commentary. He does the yeah. sports stuff. Val does the prize, and then and then the, the three of you, three of you, are in a 70s like a seventy sitcom together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Then, and then we, that's we, go. we got it right there. Molkall like the, just uh, from and then, the
4: uh, underdog team, and then um, <laughs> and
1: Lotus Lotus is in like w- what was that? What was the TV show that was like um, masterpiece theater or whatever? Is it masterpiece theater where it was like like r- real chill with the fancy music and it like zoomed in on the guy in front of the like the books you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about you know i have no about? idea what it's called old but timey, it's got the old guy who old like, guy and he'd be like yeah. i think it was masterpiece theater today on masterpiece theater la 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 <laughs>
5: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's, there's been a
5: lot of tropes ripped uh, off of him because of like yeah. the setting he created. yeah
1: that's uh that's lotus All right, I'll allow it. Can I specifically
2: do the la 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 thing? Yeah, except you're Hermes Mora, so you have to talk like
1: Hermes Mora. Right.
2: No, no, it has to be really, really slow. It's a 19-minute intro to
1: every episode. (laughs) Yes, yes. Accurate. There you go. That's our teen new TV network. That's everybody. Don't
4: accidentally pause it because you have to restart. Oh yeah. (laughs) 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 Yes.
1: Well guys, thank you for joining us. Let's go back through and if you have anything you want to share that you're doing or ways people can reach out, feel free to let people know. T Rex.
3: I'm in the Discord. Are you looking for T-Rex. a job? Uh no, actually. Okay. So instead of my job, <laughs> I will be volunteering as a victim advocate. Oh, cool. Um oh, for nice. school. So I can Good for you. Finally graduate with my masters. Well, nice. Ooh, good, wow. That's
1: exciting.
3: Yeah. Yes. Well, good luck with all of that. That. Be done.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and like you said, you can get reached out to on the Discord. So.
3: Yep. You'll be on there. And I also am T Rex uh, nine. I want to say it's like T Rex nine four three one something like that on twitter
5: <laughs> rolls off the <a> tongue <laughs> yeah. perfect
1: perfect awesome well thanks for joining us chef
4: uh, my username is pretty much the same on everything you can find me in the discord with the chef and then the last part of it's in there good luck spelling it um <laughs> fight me on master Duel. i've been playing too much of that recently
7: cool I know. That's it. cool all right awesome <laughs> ben uh yeah, you can follow me everywhere. At Bennett Tamaria. Um, and then, um, project-wise, I know Tom knows this. Uh, we are me and uh, Teacup from the Dragon Age and Assassin's Creed lorecaster, uh, teaming up, and we're going to be doing a Star Wars podcast here in the near future.
5: Yeah, I'm very excited for Ooh, it. exciting. Wait. And by Chef's face, I'm I so excited. Oh
7: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they signed yes, up we on
5: have a
1: star wars
7: uh on the network now
1: yeah they signed up on the robots radio rocket club they're one of our newest shows and they're doing a star wars podcast where you guys are going to help people understand the differences between the old canon and the new canon Mm -hmm. of star wars which is a really cool concept
7: for a show so you want to share the name yeah so the name will be uh holocron histories star wars canon versus legends so when do you think that'll come out in the next few weeks uh hopefully here in the next few weeks uh me and teacup will be will be start recording tomorrow actually so fun stuff so exciting future that's so cool well good luck with that that's
1: awesome and then rob
5: yes hello uh, first off to any of the listeners who don't watch the video version of this, uh, chef's face journeys are reason enough. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is going hey, through and I, not, not an insult in any way. It's, you it's said awesome that right as my
4: video cut out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and it's 50 well, the videos. on. And it I just had on. to
5: throw that in there. He, he's got some, <laughs> you know, face journeys going on there that I just love. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you can catch me. I, gave in a few weeks ago uh finally made a twitter and i post like a meme every now and then on it but i'm just there to find out what other people are doing really but you can follow me at rob the princess uh catch me on discord catch me on eso uh and oh i do need to i Cause whenever I get the opportunity, I like to give credit to the artist. The background I have today was a fan art of the Ash Pit uh, itself, uh, Malakas Plain of Oblivion, uh, from Sergey Demidov online at artstation.com. So I just like to give credit when I get the opportunity to. It's a beautiful artwork and it's a very, very cool, cool concept of what the Ash Pit potentially looks like.
1: Nice, nice, well, cool.
5: Um, and otherwise yeah i just got done with pirate fest i wish i could have given a heads up ahead of time i didn't think that far ahead but uh you know las vegas festivals that involve dressing up and drinking alcohol i'm likely there so
1: (laughs) yeah cool well thanks for joining us guys lotus do you have anything you want to share
2: no not really we got tales of Tamriel this weekend you can find me doing all my stuff lotus of doom (laughs) that's it that's 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 all my self-promotion yeah that's all my (laughs) (laughs) self-promotion that's (laughs) the thing go
1: to it or whatever yeah go to it or you know it's there for your entertainment well there you go there you go uh let's see i've got my shows of course (laughs) You guys know where all that stuff is. Robotsradio.net for my stuff, all the different lore casts I do, uh, including the Lord of the Rings lore cast. Episode five came out this week. We're talking about the coming of the elves. And um, man, we're already five episodes in. So this is moving fast. And uh, see, we've got all the other shows on the network over at robotsradio.net. Lots of different things you can listen to. So if you're looking for more podcasts, go over there, check out the big list. Lots of cool stuff. And then we've also, uh, you know, got streams and stuff different nights of the week for my shows or games that are going on at robots radio on twitch and youtube and facebook all those channels and the community over on the discord so if you want to i was join us i was
2: thinking that there was like nothing of note i i guess we didn't talk about it the last time we recorded the show uh tales of tamriel is now part of robots radio that's noteworthy what that wasn't announced last time I called it. i'm thinking of like this yeah. coming weekend it was like it'll just be a standard show we're just gonna do the stuff with the news <laughs> and the attention it's like yeah i guess we never actually announced on this show that we joined robots radio so i i have a question about that uh-huh. yeah was
5: there any change that actually had to happen or because uesp was already part of it was it just like okay well we are too now because we're we are uesp now? so
2: It's funny you say that we basically dismantled the website Dungeon Crawler Network, which was where we did all our hosting over there and streamlined everything with Tom's help into just like, well, we're just going to move all this here because I'm on both things anyways. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, UESP is now us at tales of tamriel because now we're at the unofficial elder scrolls pages by you know okay like awesome thank you congratulations and it's again. like yeah thank you mm-hmm. and uh it, yeah it just kind of made sense because it was like two shows are already here one of the shows left i'm on both networks and why are we running two networks like it's just easier <laughs> to put and it's like tom's been on our show four times at this point like and it's just it made way more sense. To it's just two stones,
5: one bird. And- yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So just, it's exciting to be here because now everything is much more easily found by everybody.
1: Yeah. So big news, lots of fun stuff coming and they're on the network now. So lots of, uh, other crossover opportunities and all sorts of other stuff. So, um, but stay tuned for more future notifications for things that we'll be doing together so that's what we got going on but thanks for tuning in everybody we'll be back next week with another daedric prince episode and until then stay safe out there in tamriel and you know if you get an opportunity to mantle a daedric prince i guess take it maybe but uh or not or not we'd love to hear (laughs) we'd love to hear your thoughts on mantling daedric prince let us know over on the robots radio discord and we'll see you next time stay safe out there see you later Bye everybody. Bye. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at elderscrollslorecast at gmail.com or on Twitter at eso lorecast. I really appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you soon. You've been listening to the Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people.
4: Check out all the shows at RobotsRadio.net. Hello, gentle listener. Every Friday, be sure to tune
1: in to What a-
7: the hell are you oh. doing, oh. Ampersand?
1: Hi, Charlie, I'm sorry I broke in.
2: And I thought I was the only one to talk to myself. Well, I'm letting everyone know about...
4: The Fumbling Four!
2: And the Almighty Crit! woo It's a 5e live play podcast. Join us every week. Where do we find it, you old crusty coot? Uh, Anywhere you can get all your podcasts.
4: You'll find it every Friday, you stupid cat.
0: (laughs) At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership.